Disney dreamers and welcome to the DLP Clubhouse, your compass to the wonderful world of DLP. I am Leisha and I'm Andrea and welcome to our ninth episode. Today we're starting a new series which will be all about how to plan for DLP. This episode will be introducing the series and talking about our first topic, picking when you should go to Disneyland Paris. So let's start the show. So our How to Plan DLP series will be an in-depth guide on how to help you guys make the most of your Disneyland Paris holiday. We'll be going through every step, plus giving you our sexy commentary on the matter. Wow. We'll not leave any, <laughs> any stone unturned as we discuss everything from hotels, dining, to mastering booking systems. So today we're going to be talking about when you should go to Disneyland Paris. So the way that's going to go is I'm going to be a little boffin. I'm going to bring the context, um, splitting the year into the four seasons. And Leisure will be giving her utmost expertise on the matter as I present each one. You ready, Leisure? Uh, yes, let's do this. So Leisure, it's been the new year, you know, mm. you're in January. Mm. You know, you, you've started your resolutions and everything. <laughs> Let's talk about the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. January to May. Okay. Uh, now, this is considered a low season for DLP, mostly selling mini tickets, which uh, if any of you guys know, uh, Disneyland Paris tickets are kind of categorized into three categories, mini tickets, magic tickets, and super magic tickets, depending on seasonality and how peak times the, each season is. So January to, to May, it's normally very low, cheap. Um, but uh, especially during Jan to March, this is normally when most of the refurbishments gets, gets done um, mm -hmm. and closures of rides happen. Not to mention that the park hours are shorter, hence why the tickets are cheaper. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So they are shorter by a couple of hours. Okay. Yeah. And also, I mean, the weather is definitely a, um, a factor in why people aren't coming those months, right? Yeah. It's very wet. Very wet. Yeah. I um, personally, in that timing, so if we talk about from January to May, mm -hmm. my birthday is in April. And I told you this before, like every year it changes. So one year it can be super, super sunny. Yeah. And the next year it could be like storming. So I mean, April and May are definitely the better months, the warmer months, the yeah. least, um, I would especially say, least, May. yeah, especially May. So the least rainy months, but it's still not um, tank top, uh, shorts, uh, skirts. That's not the weather for then, but I mean, it's still pleasurable, I would say. It can be sunny. It, that, that's kind of the feeling. It's like... No, yeah. May is, it's a nice, nicer weather. It's warming up, but it's not so warm, but it's sunny. And that's kind of what's important when it comes to going to Disney. You don't want the overcast gray, if that made sense. Yeah, um, exactly. So what is your experience like at DLP during this, this uh, period of time? Well, um, do you remember Andrea, those photos on my Instagram with the purple skies on Main Street? Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yeah. So those photos, a lot of people ask me like, when did you take these? Because they're so crazy um, in, 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 in 
color scheme. And I actually took them in January on an early morning, 8 a.m., when we could go in with our uh, annual pass. And it was so cold, but the sun was out. So the, the view for photos is amazing. It's so beautiful, but it's cold. So I had to wear like jeans, which I never wear because I don't like jeans and like a, a duffel coat. And yeah. I was really duffled up. So it's really cold, but the winter magic of the sky with yeah, the castle. I mean, that is, yeah, that is definitely magical. Um, but I always recommend people who don't really have the finances or the time or the patience to go in either January or February or even March. And yeah. what I also would definitely recommend is going to go or go when, um, in the midweek. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is a perfect moment to do that. Yeah, for sure. Like, like you said, um, it's a cheaper time to go. There's much less crowds. Uh, people yeah. are much less likely to go on holiday to Disneyland Paris during this time. Um, of course, you are risking the fact that your favorite ride may not be open. Yeah. You're risking those type of things. Um, and just to quickly talk about May. So uh, for those who don't know, in France, May is like a lottery month. Because hmm. May is where you have the most national holidays. In Belgium, it's the same, definitely. So, yeah. But it, it really depends year to year when those holidays are placed during the week. So some years, it's not really going to bother the, your stay at Disneyland Paris too much. Mm -hmm. But some years, like for example, what was supposed to be this year was all um, kind of Fridays and Mondays. So there would have been extended exactly. weekends for most people. Uh, and then I'm just going to quickly just mention what those holidays are. So you're kind of aware, uh, so you can Google them <laughs> when it's your time to go and see uh, when they land on. Um, so uh, it's things like Labor Day, Victory Day, Ascension Day. Uh, and I also put in here uh, the Princess Run, which was supposed to start this year, oh, but it didn't happen. Yeah. But uh, just for future holidays, uh, just make sure that you are looking up those dates is guaranteed those weekends will be really full <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, in belgium it's the same we have the long holidays the long weekends not the holidays sorry so the long weekends i do need to tell you guys just one more thing about this period of time so andrea as you mentioned you have the risk of going and um rides are closed down or even refurbishments in hotels i mean yeah. that is definitely happening although I think the advantage of that season is you can book last minute. Yes. So if like, for example, you look at your weather app and you're like, okay, so next week it's going to be okay. It's going to be cold, but it's going to be sunny. Let's go. Mm -hmm. You can book. If you're going to want to do that in summer, the prices will be so steep. I would never, ever recommend going during summer, like um, booking the, the trip a couple of days in advance as to yeah. January to May, you can definitely still book a couple of days in advance even with a partner hotel. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's a give and take what you sacrifice in certain qualities. Like yeah. uh, you're not going to have the best season during the, the January and uh, to May. You're not going to have like, for example, the, the summer seasons and, and, and autumn autumnal festivals. Um, mm -hmm. But if you really want a cool Disney experience, uh, like a, a classic Disney experience uh, and yeah. you don't want it, to be astronomical in price and you want to be flexible with your dates as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's a really solid time to go for sure. 
I do also want to mention that if you guys are going for the first time, I would not recommend this season. I would go when you're a regular like us or when you're going a couple of times a year or you're like, okay, I just want to do some rides. I don't really care about photos with characters or something. That's your season to go. But do not be disappointed by the season because a lot of people in Belgium keep telling me like, everything was closed and it was raining. Yeah, okay, but if you do your homework before you go, you would have known. Yeah, exactly. So, I think I think Disney Paris gets a lot of bad reputation just because of the season. Because not everything is open, even restaurants and everything. So you just have to understand that this is the period of time in which Disney Paris is basically recharging itself after Christmas. Yes. So that the rest of the year it's working up almost yeah. <laughs> at, at best full full uh, capacity in all, all uh, yeah. facets of it basically but let's move on on to the sunnier months <laughs> um yeah. june and august uh this can be the most heavily crowded season to due to like breakups of schools and universities and uh, and work as well uh, with August and July being completely magic tickets. So just like uh, in earlier in the year, it's all mini tickets. Now it's just uh, higher standard tickets. So it's a bit more expensive. Uh, all the restaurants and attractions should be open in theory, mm -hmm. uh, including some outside seating areas will be open. Um, and also it is the second largest drop of merchandise uh, during the year, Christmas being the first. <laughs> Okay. But this is the second time because of all the, the fabulous seasons, plus um, any movies, any blockbusters that will be out, it'll be dropped then. Um, most of June is actually quite calm because you get that residual um, quietness from mm -hmm. the start of the year. Because normally at the end of June is when the, the summer festival starts. So the beginning of June, you can get away with a lot of things uh, and it can be cheaper and more emptier to go. Uh, but be careful that the weekends of June um, might get busier because of the start of, of course, the summer festivals or seasons. So I think June is the first, the, or are the first weekends that it might get a bit trickier. Mm. Uh, what do you like about, you know, going to summer specifically? Because I know a lot of people love, love going to summer at DLP. Mm -hmm. So I usually avoid july and august a little bit um as to in the year i might go every four to six weeks to dlp but in summer so in belgium the holiday starts the first of july until the 31st of the august and mm -hmm. maybe a little bit flexible flexibility there with the weekends um so a lot of belgian people tend to go during those two summer months um that's their weekend they'll probably go in the entire year to disneyland yeah um I try to avoid it. When I go, I go like one day or like a two-day trip and then I don't have any expectations in. And I'm talking about July and August because June, as you say, is better. It is still, I mean, summer is starting, the sun is out, uh, I can wear cute outfits. Um, I mean, you and I were planning to go together in June. In June. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we were going to do our, uh, our live podcasting, but I mean, that will be for next summer, I would say. Yeah, or whenever it's open, whenever whenever, whenever Disney wants us back. <laughs> but no, but you make a good point. You know, June is that sweet period of it's not quite summertime yet for Disneyland Paris, mm -hmm. but it is 
you get all the benefits of weather and uh, most of the rides and stuff will be open again by that time. So uh, it's, it's, um, it's like a sweet spot basically for that. Something to mention about August, because you say you avoid August, but actually August is not the worst month. Really? Uh, it's July. July is actually the yeah. busiest month for um, yeah. trips to Disneyland Paris, mostly because that's when everyone goes on holiday. <laughs> like as in like, that's when everyone breaks up from school and go to university. But also uh, something to keep in mind is that French local people, especially in Paris, Parisian people, tend to stay away from Paris during August. So they tend to uh, go to other parts, for example, the south of France, they might go uh, abroad. So, I mean, there's a big joke about people here in Paris is uh, August is basically like quiet here in Paris because all the mm -hmm. Parisians would have left. Uh, and that's why there's a lot of shops closed here in Paris during the month of August. Okay. So actually August is very, very quiet. Uh, and me and, me and Fabrice actually went a lot during August last year because it was, it was not as busy as July. It's still busy. Like there's no joke. It's busy, but, um, it's actually quite quiet. We were able to get fast pass for everything multiple times. Uh, wow. We went nearly every week during August because it was pretty, pretty solid. The only thing I will say though, there are certain dates in August that are guaranteed to be super busy. And last year, these dates, one of these dates actually was one of the only times last year that Disneyland Paris was at full capacity. So here are just a, a couple of dates just to be aware of in, in general. Great. So in June, it's uh, Disneyland Paris Pride and a summer festival starts as well. So definitely have a look at those dates too. In uh, July, you have Electroland. So that's also like a party event. So during that weekend, we'll be very busy because people have bought uh, tickets and packages for that particular weekend. Um, and for August, it will be Whit Monday, uh, the Assumption of Mary, and it. Oh, I forgot to mention July as well, Bastille Day. So these dates, I would say, avoid them like the plague. They will mm. be so busy, you would not even want to. <laughs> you would not even want to be in the vicinity <laughs> of Disneyland Paris because seriously, last year I don't know if people True. remember at all, but in my stories, I actually showed a picture of what uh, the Assumption of Mary looked like at Disneyland Paris and it was chock-a-block and they even couldn't let people in because it was that busy. Oh my gosh. I, uh, I went to the um, Electroland event, but the first time, the very first time. So that was, I think, three years ago mm -hmm. now. Um, and that was fun then. But if I see the photos now and the after movies now, I'm like, mm, maybe not <laughs> yeah especially last year because they had steve aoki which is for anyone who's interested in like electronic music. but he he was there the first uh, edition as well i saw him yeah. steve aoki so oh, he, wow. it was really good yeah yeah but i mean first edition of course it was so low-key yeah it was just i mean I, i'm not even sure if you were a thousand people i'm not probably but i mean yeah last year was, was crazy if you if you yeah. guys see the 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 role that Disneyland paris has on youtube you can see what it was like yes. last year and yeah, it was it was a huge event for them last year, mm -hmm. for sure. I think if you're you want to go to the Pride or you want to go to um, Electroland, I mean, just do it, of course. But it's as you say, those weekends. If you're planning a trip and you're a family or you're going with your boyfriend or girlfriend, and you just want to have lovely weekends, I mean, 
I think it, it counts for every season. Just yeah. do your homework. <laughs> just do your homework, like you said, and mm-hmm. also have a have a realistic expectation when it comes to yeah. summer. You know, you're not gonna do everything. It's, no. it's physically impossible. <laughs> Um, no. Unless you're so rich that you have, even even with the fast passes though, you're there's so many rides that don't have them that I, you're not going to be able to do anything. No, so just, definitely. Just be realistic in uh, thought. But now let's move on to the spookier months, which can be very misleading, Nija. I think people sleep on the fact that September and October can be well, uber, uber busy. Uh, many people really do think this is a quiet time of the, the year. But actually, this is the busiest weekends you'll see at Disneyland Paris. Even though kids are back to school and uh, people are back to work, obviously. Uh, but the majority of the reason why this is so busy is because of many of the French locals and some tourists, obviously, uh, are taking advantage of the lowering t- seasonal ticket pricing at the end of summer. But you still get to see the same entertainment and good weather of summer especially during September, you still get a lot of the summer festival until the end of September, mm-hmm. but the tickets prices really astronomically drop. It's actually quite impressive. And like I said, you have good weather. Weekdays are significantly quiet, quieter, obviously. Um, but remember that Mondays and Fridays have the residualness because people tend to take weekend holidays during this particular type. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday is normally when it's quite busy. But I mm. forgot one thing, though. Yes, you did. I mean, it's Halloween. <laughs> one of the biggest DLP events of the year. I mean, that definitely means the last two weekends of October are just insane. Exactly. Especially with the parties, which last year was on the 26th and 31st. Mm-hmm. I think this year they said that we're going to have three, but who knows now? What? Um, I know. Uh, who knows? Who knows what's happening now? Um, are you brave enough for this season, Asia? Yes, I am. Man, I love Halloween. As a photographer, I just need to mention this. And yes, I'm doing some self-promo. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but this season is insane. The color scheme, I mean, Main Street, you see leaves, you see these ghost statues, and you see the lanterns. I mean, this color scheme is insane. It's so pretty. I mean, I can't. I just... I just can't. I mean, Disneyland Paris is so beautifully decorated during this time, especially Frontierland. Can I just shout out Frontierland (gasps) for a second? During this season, Frontierland is the place to be. Not only do you have, like, the magical, like, Mexican-inspired, American fall type of vibe going on, but there's so much to do and see. There are so many amazing character meet and greets you can go. Um, Everyone is dressed up. I mean... It's as, it's as festive as you can be without being at Christmas, you know? I think if you're a first-time visitor and you like Halloween or you're from the USA and you're like, okay, what are we going to do, Halloween or Christmas? I would recommend Halloween. I have Same. to be honest. Same. Uh, and I was about to I say... Mean, every... Yeah. No, continue, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that every... Uh, Disney Castle is super magical during Christmas, but the amount of effort put into the decoration in the entire park for Halloween, that is next level. Yeah, it's the detail yeah. is unreal. And in each land, it's not like it's just in Frontierland, it's like every no. section. 
uh, mm-hmm. just gets a little bit of of the love and especially with um you see for Stephen Reader's Castle you have the Maleficent uh, you get the thorns on the other side it's just and the mist oh it's it's so well done um and just to be more specific I would say that from the 17th of October obviously to the 31st is when it's the most intense but Mm -hmm. just to let you know that the Halloween season starts basically at the end of September start of October so you can experience all the Halloween stuff without being at those last two weeks of um, Halloween. So if you want a less crowded time um, and want to have more for your money per se, I would definitely Mm -hmm. recommend going uh, early October instead of the end. Um, And also just quick mention in September, try to avoid the run Disney weekend that weekend will be absolutely so busy because of how many people part- participate basically for the run uh, run event. Um, I need to add something to that. I'm actually, well, I'm not there that weekend because I'm getting married that weekend. Yeah. But the, uh, the days after I'm going, so I'm going, uh, what is that? The 28th until the 30th of September. I mean, if it's open, of course. And, um, but I try to book that for like a year like a mini moon after our, our honeymoon, um, yeah. after our wedding. And they kept saying, you know, it's the run Disney weekend, right? You know, it's going to be busy. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm getting married. I'm just going and just facing the crowds. Just so like the CMs I mean, know. They're literally like, you, you do realize that this is a stressful yeah. time for us, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would always recommend if you're going with um, a busier moment and you don't have the expectations of doing 50,000 rides every day, but just enjoying the atmosphere, looking at decorations um, and having a lovely dinner. Um, I mean, we all know by now that I, I love good food and I love to spend money on my food. So, I mean, that's just that's just the way to do it. And, and I mean, just go with Halloween, the beginning of, of October, if you're not going to the events. That's what I would say. I think, like like you said, if this can be applied for the rest of the year, though, if you are someone who doesn't really care too much <laughs> about most things uh, and mm-hmm. you don't have expectations and you just want to chill, I mean, you can go at any time of the year and it's going to be pretty much okay for you. But, uh, you know, if you want the most of your money, if you want a hardcore Disney holiday, um, you know, just be aware, you know, just do your homework, be aware, like mm-hmm. you just said. Let's just quickly mention... Uh, the Halloween parties for one momento because <laughs> um, people don't realize how busy these particular weekends can be. Uh, and not only that, but people will literally book out the entire of that weekend just for these holiday, uh, just for these parties. Um, and for you guys, for people who don't know, but these parties are probably the best parties that most people would want to go to at Disneyland Paris. Just like, for example, the not so scary Halloween parties at, uh, you know, over mm-hmm. across the pond, they are literally very, very popular. So I don't know what you think, uh, Leisure, okay. about these uh, parties. So I've been going to these parties for, huh, I would say maybe eight or nine years already. So I think, or maybe even 10 years, so a pretty long time. I have not been to every party every year. Um, at one point, I just had enough. Um, I didn't go last year, and I know that you went last year. Last right? year was ex- extraordinarily amazing. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> so for me, I haven't been to the um, 
so I think until it was last year, I think it's the first time they actually split it up in two dates. And before that, it was always one date. So that yeah. meant one evening of crazy busy. Um, that was just insane, the amount of people who were there for the event. But also, I'm a character hunter, so I don't go for rides. I don't care so much about rides. I do them when I when there is nobody there. I mean, I like it. But when I go to an, uh, a Halloween sweaty or I go to 100 character night or something else, I go for characters. Yeah. And we queued hours and hours and hours for characters. And now I'm just like, I'm not feeling it that it would be worth it anymore. I mean, I love to dress up. I love to see my friends. But, you know, I, I last year I went the 1st of November. So the 31st of October was the event. I only went the 1st. So to see our friends, just to see them, have a fun day. We spent just a day together and that was just perfect for me. But if you haven't been to the Halloween parties and you want to dress up and you want to do some rides, do it. If you love rides, you love special attractions. Like, for example, they had the uh, the caves misted out with the scary. Um, mm. it's, it's basically like a scare maze if you ever went to a horror maze. That's basically what it's like. There's a lot of uh, adult entertainment stuff. There's a lot of raving parties, techno like music going, pumping everywhere. If you're someone who really, really loves ha the, the, the feeling of Halloween and doesn't really mind not seeing um, a lot of characters because they can be very intense when it comes to queuing, definitely go to a Halloween party. I definitely loved it so much. Me and Fabrice, we were talking about going again this year if they open it up again, hopefully. Um, but I do think uh, having them on two dates and maybe reducing capacity really helped mm -hmm. last year. Definitely. I think it definitely made a difference. Anyway, though, we can we can talk about parties on another episode. Uh, I think okay. they, they, they should have their own dedicated moment. You're right. You're very right. There's a lot to say about those things. So let's go on to the jolly holiday of Christmas, mm. which means it's the busiest time of the year. So mm. although prices will vary, and will vary, I mean, further away to Christmas, cheaper will be the sooner you get to the 25th, you're going to be paying uh, an arm and a leg, maybe a kidney for one for one of these seasonal events. Um, of course, this is between mini and magic ticket pricing. But there's no denying how huge the seasonal event is for Disneyland Paris, not only with uh, events, parties, entertainment, vacation packages being um, serving loads of deals like for example free dining or um for example a certain percentage of um hotels things like that uh it's also the festive cheer and the most hyped as in they pour the most marketing <laughs> advertising for this holiday you know in paris you can't walk one bit without seeing a poster for disney paris for christmas that's mm. how big of an event this is um and remember that in the first two weeks, uh, the first, well, the first, the last two weeks of November, you can experience the Disney Christmas because that's when the season starts, which uh, it's much calmer, obviously, because you're not in the seasonal time in which a lot of people would rather go to. Uh -huh. Yeah, I would recommend definitely going to the, um, to the Christmas season, the end of November. Um, if you don't need... Christmas in December, the end of November is still quite okay crowd-wise and it's, I mean, it's just as magical. Exactly. Uh, but just also keep in mind that 
the Christmas season normally is in two drops, if that made sense. So mm -hmm. the season is split into, into two halves, basically. So the first half of the season starts in November, but you might not get the full season until maybe a certain week of December, which I know it can be very annoying with people, especially who maybe have booked the first week of December and still haven't got uh, the whole entertainment. Like, for example, last year... Um, some of the shows and entertainment, like the Frozen show, things like that, that were marketed, marketed to people uh, mm. to be during the Christmas season wasn't actually available. Mm. A lot of even the seasonal foods weren't available until two weeks after the first drop. Yeah. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Um, we went between uh, Christmas and no, uh, between Christmas and New Year's Eve. Uh, we don't go for Christmas. Oh, no, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm making a mistake. I go for Christmas Day sometimes. So last year, um, we went between Christmas and uh, New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. And it was okay. The crowds were quite well. Um, but Christmas Day, so I love going on Christmas Day because we have a small family and we celebrate Christmas Eve. And I think we will do it the same this year. And on Christmas Day, I tend to do the brunch, which is... Let me just put it out there. The most magical brunch you will have ever, ever done in your life. It's, it's, I mean, you're throwing money out of the window. I think it costs us 150 euros per person. You know, I'm a rich bitch. No, I'm not a rich bitch, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fancy schmancy queen. So I just, I just do it. Um, but that day is crazy busy. So the brunch, we had to wait for almost 45 minutes to get in. Oh. We have the brunch because that's just too busy but that's another story in another episode yeah we'll cover that another time we'll cover that in another episode but between christmas and new year it's quite okay so i would go 28th or 29th of uh, december which is quite good yeah yeah obviously avoid new year's like the oh. the maybe the weekend or the couple of days running up to it because it will literally be uh insane <laughs> But that kind of small period between mm -hmm. the two holidays can be a perfect time because you get to experience everything. Uh, and that's kind of when me and Fabrice yeah. went last year, we kind of went through that middle because people don't know whether they want to go during that time. They're with their families. Um, people are less likely to mm -hmm. want to go out too much then. Uh, and just quickly to go over some dates. So obviously <laughs> 25th, 24th uh, and obviously like the the end of uh, December it's a lot but also in November you have All Saints Day and Armistice Day which are dates that uh, you might want to think about they're not too serious like the the May and July and the August dates um, but they are just something to think about when you're booking your your holiday but do please remember that uh, Christmas the entire season is going to be busy it's going to be more busier than most of the time of the year. And just, you know, as someone who lives in Paris, uh, just remember that Paris itself is literally engulfed with a swarm of tourists during this month. It's like London. Worse. Because I've been many times, I mean, I, I used to live quite close to London. During Christmas, it's not that bad for London. Literally, I was so shocked when even just going shopping like supermarket shopping is an effort because oh you gosh. have to literally like me and Fabrice wanted to go shopping uh to buy 
some you know interesting things you know buy christmas presents and things like that and it took us maybe half an hour to get even into a shop uh mm -hmm. that is how engulfed the the city of paris is during christmas crazy you know i would not i would we avoid going into paris like into the city center because it's it's crazy like insane so just imagine that that those tourists a lot of those tourists will want to go to disneyland paris as well so just understand that this is not just disneyland paris thing this is a whole region section you know the whole of that entire region uh, is basically like armageddon for tourists crazy that time so just just be aware that that is what you're going to buy into but that also means you get a lot of benefits like i said there's a lot of package deals discounts during this season so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know weigh, weigh up your options there so i don't know if you have anything to say on that but <laughs> um no i mean christmas is is i think if i would again choose between halloween and christmas if i would be like a one-timer per year i would go for halloween personally yes yeah, um also because of the weather because i mean october yeah. is still pretty magical lighting and not raining as much as november and december i mean even the, the, the first couple of uh days of november the first week of november it's still very sunny here still very hot hot yeah uh, but after that obviously you get the rain you get the snow <laughs> if you're if you're lucky think, you get snow definitely and i think if you want those magical photos um those magical christmas photos i have to be honest i do not have them <laughs> um january is even better because january is still a little bit of a christmas uh, season i think no uh christmas season does it end? ends in december really it's, it, yeah it's really strange like as soon as chris as soon as new year's finishes oh. Okay. It's the end. But you do if you go the first week of January, you do get the residual um the takeover as I oh, as I normally say, yeah. the, the transition week mm -hmm. between that and whatever will be coming afterwards. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um yeah, so I mean if 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 it's the weather is bad, you do not have those Christmas magical castle pictures like you see in Walt Disney World. I mean, I would if I would have money in the, for for I mean, if I would be rich as crazy, I would go like Halloween for uh, Disneyland Paris and then go to the States for, for December. The yeah. Yeah. That's a different vibe. I have to be honest, but it's, it's still it's magical, of course, because it's, it's Christmas. It's still a magical experience. It's just your photos might not look no. so... Instagram worthy. It's yeah. Not, it's, no. it's very gray overcast. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. So, of course, we've all been dealing with the Coroni. <laughs> as i like to call it um and this begs a really important question which i think was an important question before the coroni um mm -hmm. which is 2020 mm -hmm. or 2021 mm. so obviously before the corona virus uh, i would have been saying this as in uh, a lot of things would have been closed this year especially for walt disney studios uh, that park is basically half a park that it used to be yeah um and in 2021 we were supposed to have the marvel campus uh, up mm -hmm. and running plus the um cars ride well ride it, it was you know the studio tram tour was supposed to be remodeled after cars and have a new entrance next to ratatouille um but of course the corona happened too so mm -hmm. who knows when 
even if by the time this podcast comes out, uh, if the Disneyland Paris will open, uh, and if they do open, to what extent? Um, but it is an interesting question. Obviously, me and you, Deja, are very privileged people in the sense that we get to go to the parks often when we are able to, obviously. Um, and we are annual pass holders and I'm a local, you're you're a huge Disney fan. So we, you know, we are privileged in that we were able to go whenever we want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course that's not the situation for everyone. Of course there's a lot of people in which going to Disneyland Paris is basically like not a once in a lifetime because I would say that more for like Walt Disney World, but it's more yeah. more of like a a special holiday in which they have saved a lot of money. I know a lot of people who have done this where they literally save a lot of money to go so that they can have a really good experience with their family members, with their children, or for mm-hmm. themselves. Um, so, I mean, it is an interesting question to, uh, to ask. Should people who aren't like us mm-hmm. go, even think about going in 2020, and instead go to 2021 when it, where they're more likely to have the, the full experience per se? of the parks Mm -hmm. good question um i think due to corona of course like you said things are on hold we do not know what the future will bring we do not know how the parks will open Mm. um for me personally it's a discussion i have in my mind it's a discussion i have with you with with some of our friends and and at home like will we go in with opens because it will not be the same experience as we know it now um and like you said for people who have saved a lot of money i'm not sure if it's worth going now i think i would wait until 2021 Mm. i personally booked um our so as i I mentioned before i had to go or i I planned going to disney world in uh, march we're postponing everything to november december we are reading uh, a lot of articles that they probably are changing the way that we will experience the parks. Yeah, like will I change? Yeah, will I change my very pricey trip to 2021? No, I will still go. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It will be different, but it will definitely give me a personal excuse to maybe just go again in 2021 or even 2022. So, I mean, for me, Disney is magical even with half of the rides not working or having standing in line in a different way. I so. agree. I agree. If, if you are someone who uh, Disney vacation, where, where it be Paris or abroad is, uh, is a big deal or, or you have, you know, been saving up and, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have the opportunities to go that often. I would probably say stick to 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, for now it's so uncertain what will happen and even if things do open you're not going to get the most for your money so uh mm-hmm. you know Disney Paris will always be here we'll always wait for for you guys absolutely <laughs> to come back so uh, there's no rush to go back for people who uh you know just need a one-time vacation once in a while and you know I would definitely say wait until 2021 where you get the most for your money and you get the most magical experience because you know like Deja said even mm-hmm. us <laughs> as a as a local and someone who lives quite close and you know it is a question we ask ourselves and if they open tomorrow i i don't know if i would go and that's the honest to god answer to that but for those who uh, who are planning in a long um, a long planners of this type of sh- this type of stuff i would definitely say 2021 might be 
more profitable for you. But also I think if Disneyland Paris is still doing a lot of the building works and still are, you know, progressing in that sense, maybe mm -hmm. at the end of 2021 is when you also get an even better experience than Definitely. the previous years. So uh, yeah, but, you I know. Mean, just be patient for, I mean, a real fan, a real fan. No, everyone's <laughs> fan, but I mean, if you can go, I mean, we can all just experience it, but if you can save and have the patience to go when we have more certainty and more uh, magic to be added, it's a little bit longer. That's all for this episode. Thank you guys for listening to us. We hope you have, you loved our latest episode uh, and our latest podcast. Obviously come along in the next journey with us. Join us next time for our How To Plan For DLP which will be all about how many days you should be going to DLP. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and have a magical day.